All right, welcome into the TM studio in downtown Toronto. Nick Kiprios, Justin Bourne, Sammy McKee, Derek Brandeo, Jen Rolnick. We're live on Sportsnet 590, Sportsnet 360, and Sportsnet Plus from 4 to 6 Eastern. And wherever you get your podcasts. So download that bad boy and give us a rating and review and let us know what you finally think of Sammy as a true television celebrity and you can also text in right jb yeah text 590 590 we would love to hear from you we uh yeah we like the fan participation of the show love it comes up at the back end absolutely love it when people text in get involved all right um i could have dangled the leaf alumni box later on in the season and kept (laughs) you guys like seagulls to popcorn and trailed you along but no connor bedard's in town Let's take you yep. last night, and what do you guys do? You lay an egg. That was – could you have what gone – What did I do? Yeah, you just <laughs> brought them no luck. Oh, you brought okay. them no energy. Yeah. And here we are right now trying to figure this all out. It's too early to figure out what's wrong with the Leafs. Outside of the Leafs win, I was kind of hoping that Bedard would hang like five on him or something. We could chat about that, but no points for Bedard. The Leafs lose. They score once. We, and now we got to pick through the... And Bedard was under luck. eighteen, under 19 minutes last night, Kippy. So maybe they're listening to you. Which is already a, a good thing. Yeah. So there you go. But no, it was pretty cool to be in the, in the old alumni box there. Actually, I felt, I felt you know... Not that I got... Camp. I watched real close in Montreal. Uh, but I did see his first game against Sid. Yeah. I thought it was his best night last night. And no Bedard. points. Yes. Yeah. And no points. Huh. What did you like more last night? Uh, I, I thought I thought uh, he had a better presence. Mm-hmm. I thought uh, just his ability to move the puck I saw a lot more. Maybe because I was live. Yeah. But I just thought with a few maybe – highly skilled players that could maybe make plays or finish mm-hmm. plays. He would have had more success, but I, I get it. Watching him live, I, I get it. Uh, the, yeah. the zone entries are spectacular. Yeah, he is shifty, and, like, he just hangs on to it, hangs on to it. Like, the little guys who don't get hit do. He was awesome. I saw Ben Pope, he's a beat writer for the Blackhawks, tweeted that the Number one and two in individual scoring chances this NHL season are Austin Matthews and Connor Bedard with 28, and then third place has 17. Like, he is in the elite class despite only having three points in four games. Uh, fourth, per, fourth player in NHL history with 20 shots on goal through for, uh, his first four career games. I'd say he's doing okay. He's firing it a lot. Yeah. And he had that nice rush where he went around Klingberg and kind of pro- brought it across his body and Wall made a good save on it. But, yeah, he's... That's a, I, I mean, that's a little bit underwhelmed. I was hoping for a goal or something. Before we fix the Leafs. And we will. (laughs) (laughs) Before we do that, just another note on Connor Bedard. They don't make him available uh, the day, the morning of the skate, and they didn't make him available after the game as well. How was that? So no game day availability at all in Toronto. I believe he spoke... But would have been Sunday? The, the day before. He, I think he spoke Sunday. Yeah, he did. But, you know, it's a different amount of people that are there on game day. After the game, they get the win. I think it was because maybe he didn't get a point, is what somebody was claiming. Like, I hate, to be, I hate to be a media guy, but, like, that's not. It is Toronto, after all. 
He should yeah. probably he should well, probably it, hold court for five minutes after the, the game. The only thing I I, I, don't, I don't question it. I I think I understand it because you you heard what I said we last week yesterday. Yeah, and even what I witnessed after that opening game, but. It is really a 180 from the first four or five days when they threw him out there and he did all the interviews and he's walking into buildings with security guards and then all of a sudden but it's he's like... on a couch with Colby. You, you come into the biggest market in Canada and you shut him down day of the game and after the game. It's you better lock it up. No, you lock it up. Lock it up. Lock 180. It up. It is. There's got to be happy media. We we had uh, the Taylor Hall quote yesterday where he was like, he's doing t- too much media. And we're like, yeah, he's doing too much media. And so then he came here and did zero. And we're like, wait. Let's credit Taylor Hall then. We didn't mean that. Yeah. I don't mind it. See, I don't mind it at all. At the end of the day, I'm not sure I buy into the Lou Lamarillo, keep these guys muzzled yeah. in their rookie year. But you have to pick and choose your spots. And I think, I think Chicago... I'll give him full credit. They looked in the mirror and said, what are we doing? Now, what are we doing to this kid? Yeah, it's been a lot. But now help me understand, typically, like reporters used to go in the room and there was no like real availability, was there? Like you just talked to whoever at their stall, talked to the guys as they them, were around. Yeah, Get them to stop before they take a shower. Right. And so I, I guess now you just pick a handful of guys or you can say you can't talk to player X. I guess I don't understand how that process yeah. works necessarily, that he was excluded, but anyway. Well, they would make somebody available. I think they'd probably bring somebody outside the room. There'd be like a classic spot where they yeah. do it or whatever. But Let me go ahead and give you the, the Connor Bedard quotes. Um, yeah, you know, happy with the win. Thought our guys played really well. Um, just happy to leave with two points. Yeah, Toronto's a special market. It's cool to play here. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, that was Bedard. It was a real thrill to go up against yeah. such great players yeah. like Austin so Matthews. Well. It was, that's all Can I was you do me and I can go home early? <laughs> I wish. If not, I could do yeah. you, I'd be worth a lot more money. I oh, can tell yeah. you that. I don't well, know about it's, that. It's the, it's the principle. <laughs> right. It is to me. Right. And, like, it does it, – I, I really don't – I'm not going to lose sleep over it, but it does rub me the wrong way a little bit. Yeah. Like, well, you're a media guy. You're yeah. Elliot Friedman. You're in the entertainment but, business. But it, So you're just completely fine with it? That he doesn't talk. Oh, no, I support it. Okay. I'm not just not okay. fine about it. I'm like, yeah, okay, because I don't think first and foremost. I, I've been doing this for over well over 20 years. Yeah. I will never to my grave say that uh, since I've been in television, I'm in the entertainment business. I, I'm just, I'm too hockey- you're not in the entertainment business. Nobody's Sportsnet's in the entertainment yeah. business. What is he talking I don't, about? I'm not sure. I, I don't know. From a hockey perspective, <laughs> everybody's in the winning business. Yes. Not in the entertainment business. Mm. Connor no. Bedard is not in the entertainment business. Brad Tree Living is not in the entertainment business. They're no. into the winning business. Right. They're doing the right thing by the player. And He's, that's the way I think. Okay. He, he just stripped our show of a few quotes that were going to suck anyway. So we should move on. Yeah, all good. I just thought it was worth it's worth mentioning. Okay. Worth mentioning. Well, we got less than an hour now to fix the Leafs. Okay. Uh they've allowed four plus goals in each of their first three games of the season. First time since when I broke into the league. Yeah. Eighty nine ninety. Bit more score Whoa. back then. Like didn't see this coming. We 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 question how good will that blue line be. Yeah. But we didn't really envision that against 
weaker opponents to start the season at home. Yeah, I'll go first. McCabe and Klingberg cannot be partners. That's just the, the, the place I need to start here. Like, I, watching them last night, I really like a lot of what both of them do as individuals. Together, they are too erratic. Like, they both like to pinch up at random times. You're not sure who's coming or going. It just cannot well, work. And last night, good. it wasn't good. And last night, we saw that aplenty. McCabe chasing both guys below the goal lines at time. It just, they did switch them for the third period. They went uh, McCabe with Lilligren and Klingberg with Giordano, which I like way more. There's a, there's a certain saying about shuffling certain things on a certain ship. Yeah. You know? And I don't know, you could probably finish the saying for me, but it's just like, I don't Either know. Either way, the boat's at the bottom of the ocean. I, just, it's, I'm having a hard time figuring out which ones are the best pairings here. Yeah. If you're going to stick with Riley and Brody together, you're just, it's going to be a mix-up of those four guys. It's, none of it's going to be really pretty, I don't think. There's pain coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I'm going to save my comment for, for after when we hear from Sheldon Keefe right. on, on what his takeaway from last night was. What's your takeaway for the night? I thought we were really sloppy with the puck in the first period and then got beaten transition in the second period. That's really it. <laughs> Game is so simple sometimes. Okay, that's... That was good by Sheldon. Good, good job identifying issues last night. Uh, let's go to the, his overview of the game because that's the one I want to hear. I mean, the turnover stuff early on, just careless with a puck, and it's all our best players really, really careless to start mm-hmm. the game. Uh, so that didn't give us a chance to take a hold of the game like you want to be able to do on home ice. Um, so we weren't able to take take charge of the game, and then you let your, your opponent hang around. We've seen this, this movie before. Uh, you let them hang around, and then, uh, you know, you're not getting power plays. You when we started to get some momentum, started to get some life there once they scored their first goal, and, and um, you know, a couple penalties against us kind of took away from our momentum. And like I said, uh, two, two goals in transition coming out of the offensive zone. It wasn't, I don't even know if we really had to defend. I don't know how much time we spent in our end tonight, not very much at all. So this is a much different story than what we've been through in, in the previous games. And then... You know, not enough goals, obviously, to make up for the mistakes, which is what's been happening. Okay. So, oh, boy. Uh, just to go back prior to hearing from Sheldon Keefe, uh, totally agree with you. It needs it needs attention beyond belief on figuring out the defensive pairs. Okay. But when Sheldon refers to seeing this movie before mm-hmm. this finding out the right pairs for your D has been in the movie very <laughs> long two and a half three year that movie, movie that movie is it the, the flower is moon is the irishman is it uh... there's not enough popcorn on the planet to get through this movie right it's why, getting why, redundant why can't why can't they figure this out and how I'll tell Are you we why. Already you answer. in game three, and they're scrambling now to get new pairs. Well, the answer is that they don't have good enough players in that position. I'm just saying, for to be a Stanley Cup team, I'm not saying they don't have a good enough team to win games, to make the playoffs, to be competitive, to whatever. 
If you want to win the Stanley Cup this year, then you're going to look at those D pairs, and McCabe Lilligren as a second pair is probably not good enough. And Klingberg Giordano is probably not a shutdowny enough. There's just not enough identity on the different pairs. You're going to need to be a couple of bodies different eventually. You can still win with these pairs. I like them best like this, but Kip, that's to your point about shuffling them. They're going to keep mixing and matching and hoping. There's too much talk about movies in this city. Like Vladdy talking about the preview in the movie that we've seen this movie before. Yeah. It's like enough movie talk. By the way, the movie that we have seen before is yeah. Sheldon Keefe calling out the best players in the first two weeks of the season. Yes. We'll see this year if he comes out and apologizes for it or not, but I think I'm going to guess not. That was a little softer of a blow than. The soft and purpose, purposeless. Wasn't thing. That two years ago? Yeah, early in the soft season? and purposeless. This is, this is a theme. They're be a little too cute. You, with you it. can look at that lineup and just sense what you're saying for sure. And the answer is ultimately, it's easy to get to to the right answer. I'm way but ahead it, of it. Trade, but you're way ahead. Way ahead. Because We're game three, no one's coming in to save this blue line. And Bobby Orr's not walking through that door. It, it doesn't appear like they're deep enough or strong enough to contend for a Stanley Cup, but they shouldn't be this bad. They shouldn't be. Defensively. Defensively. Yeah. As a group. So I'll throw this back at you guys. Like, is is Sheldon Keefe now maximizing this group as is? Like, they're... Please tell me there's there's more to squeeze out of them yeah. to be better here. Way better. It's just not about finding the right mix. It's about individually getting McCabe to be better. I or, think that is Klingberg a major chore for them. To get better. Yeah. So McCabe is going to make $2 million. He's worth, I don't know, three, whatever, maybe four, which was his actual contract value. He's cheap. It's a salary cap team. Okay. With all due respect, yeah. the, the start that he's had this season. Yeah. He's not worth two. Really? The way he hits and skates and moves the puck, playing 20 minutes, I, I, killing penalties, that's not worth it. two million? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen him. I don't think he's had an effect at all to start this season. And I don't know wow. why, because the number one thing for him is that he's he's known as being this competitive guy who can play tough. Have you seen any anything at all out of him other than being a little indecisive? Couple of hits, couple of hits. Yeah, a few times he rattles the boards okay. and people come down his side. But that, to me, what I've seen out of him is a five-six, and five-six in this league today are, you know, I don't know, million, million and a half. Yeah. So how about this then? He has the potential to be a very good player to me. Way better than what we've seen. Yes, and that so, I agree with. So on the back end, then is it Dean Chenouth? Is it? You know, Manny Maholtra, who is it that's going to work with this guy and say... Mike Van Ryan. Mike Van Ryan. Yes. There's a great... You know, he he was the type of player that McCabe could be. I was saying to Sammy before, if I'm talking to McCabe, I'm like, love that we've explored all angles of your potential. Watch TJ Brody. We want you to play D and shut people down. And when someone comes down your side, unlike Brody, please put your shoulder into his sternum and make him regret it. But the rest of the time, don't pinch. Stay on the blue line. Play defense. Because right now it seems like he doesn't know what he is and what his purpose is. He should be a defensive defenseman for them who's a little bit physical. It's too erratic right now. We looked at the goal where Johnson splits him. It's a power play or uh, Chicago's on a power play. 
Nye should come back a little bit more, but he just gets sucked out of the middle so far. Like sometimes he's just out of position too early. Well, we saw it on the on uh, Ant, Ant Whistle's first goal. Yes, where he's he, I guess he's off the post. He's not in a better position to get to the shooter. Right. And he's in the right area to, of the ice, and, and but he's you not. See the frustration from him right away, yeah. and he know he knew it. Yeah. He knew it. And he's their shutdown guy. If you ask me, who's supposed to be a defensive guy? It's Brody and him. Did, did they not trade for him? Like Jordan, I guess. He was the the Muzzin next next man up. Yeah. In theory, right? In Muzzin light. Just watching Klingberg and uh, Klingberg and McCabe together. It's just I don't know how that can be a thing. Yeah. It just it really feels like they're not. And I think last night we. Sort of saw the first real glimpses of scary Klingberg. I know. I called him Kale right? McCarr in the first game, and yeah, yeah not. You know, that. I think there's going to be a lot of those games. Yeah. And you have to take the good with the bad. You see him firsthand, him on the power play. He snaps it around nicely, but there's clearly the other side of his game. And those two together, it's just, it's not the right mix. No. It's not, you can't keep doing it, I don't think. And this is not to hang it completely on of course McCabe. Not. No, because no, no, no. If, if, once again, if you go back and you watch that first goal, Go watch David Kampf and go play um, Athanasiu behind the net. Yeah. One of the worst drive-bys I've seen him make in two years. And that play starts with Nylander. Uh, you and I watched the clip. You know, he's above the guy as they break out of the zone. He kind of lets Jones get by him, doesn't take body, doesn't take puck. They get going the other way. So it is a couple of drive-bys, and Keith mentioned that sort of neutral zone transition play. Not good all over. By the way, I feel like the McCabe conversation is happening because it's like a school kid. You're hardest on the ones that have the most potential. And you're like, you have so much more. There's so much more there. Not necessarily the case. We're not watching Giordano going. There's so much more no. at this point. I, and everything I've gathered out of training camp into the first three games, I'm not even pinning this on six guys. And you mentioned Willie and Sheldon wasn't happy uh, with Willie, was he? No, no. Actually, we have a, a short clip, I think. Oh, okay. it's a Let's longer one. Is it? Because it, it leads into my next point. Okay. Yeah, well, he was good with puck. Made a mistake in the transition you know, on the one goal uh, against. And he was, he's, he's, he's playing D. He's got to play D and let our guys recover. Um, you know, but uh, offensively, especially in the second, third period, um, our best guys got going in the second, third period. You know, uh, none of us were good in the first. But, uh, like I said, Second period was actually fairly dominant period by us. When you're beating transition, you give them free looks and they, they score. So that's kind of that's sort of the tale of the game. And this is where I think Sheldon's leaning towards, but he didn't really say it. And that is that the forwards have got to do a better job to protect this vulnerable defense right now. And yeah. it's not happening. No. And that fourth line of theirs that he seems so married to three games in, we'll see if how much longer that lasts. It's getting eaten alive at this point. I mean, I really like Gregor, and I have some Gregor takes. I actually think he should play up the lineup considerably. But, uh, yeah, him, Kempf, and Revo, I think, are at about 25% expected goals as a line, which, not great. You know, for a line, you want to be defensively responsible and getting in on pucks and all that. And he did the thing again last night. With both at the end of both the first and second period where he put them out to end the period. Yeah, he's he showing keeps... a amount of trust yeah. that doesn't seem warranted so yeah. far. 
Okay, I'm going to say something now that Sammy's not going to like. Oh, oh boy. Man, love that. Okay. Uh, the forwards are going to have to give up some points to go back and help the D. Uh, he's talking about that with Willie, isn't right? he? A hundred percent. And I'm talking Marner. I'm talking Austin Matthews, whatever the case is. But you're going to have to... You're gonna to have to give up some points here. That's, and, and, and a little less cookie monsterish, right? Yeah, and it may be. I think too they've done that in hockey. years past. I think we've seen snippets of it. Yeah, and there was actually a, a time I think last year maybe where was that window where they were one of the best defensive teams in the league? Was that two years ago? No, last year. Was it last last year? year they finished sixth or seventh in goals they, against they in the had league. A window where they had a stretch. When Riley, when was, Riley hurt. was hurt. <laughs> Thank you, Thank Derek you. Brandale. Derek Brandale. When Riley was hurt and they just buckled down. Yeah. And can, can Sheldon get them to do that again? And then, yes. by the way, they went into Arizona and got blown out That's right. in Riley's first game. Oh, yeah. yeah. And everyone went, I, we definitely had the conversation, like, not blaming Riley, but are we blaming Riley? <laughs> but I think we had, are you, are you sure they're better with yeah, Riley? That's, yeah. that's where Sheldon's got to get them back. Can you sell? I feel like the the guys who've been here would be familiar with that conversation if you were to lead into it, but you'd have to take that to the new guys as well. Like watching that game last night, um, you know, cool to be there. The Leafs are such a talented team. Like even their fourth line, I, I mentioned this already, I love Gregor. I think he's a, a really energetic, plays with heart, a lot of skill, like him a lot. Like I, I think they have talent all through their lineup. Finding this systems and the structure and what you're talking about, a different commitment is probably, yeah, it's an adjustment they're going to have to make because otherwise, yeah, if you just run wild, look like they, the, they are, thought it was an easy team. They could do whatever they want. They, 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 they look like a team that knows how talent they are, talented they are offensively, and they go, we'll exchange chances. Well, it's the Montreal. Times it's tw- uh, 200 feet, 200 feet. Uh, I saw Lilligren throwing up the, the, the 150 uh foot passes up there only to have Corey Perry come back with a quality chance off the neutral zone turnover. And then what, 30 seconds, 40 seconds later, he's on a breakaway where the only one you see back is Mitch Marner. Yeah, that's it. It was Morgan caught flat footed. And I think uh, Giordano trying best to get the 40 year old legs going to get back as well. And, that that stuff has to get cleaned up. We do have a quote from Sheldon on their defensive structure. Why don't we uh, throw that one now? I mean, I think we just fo- continue to focus on the things that we've been we've been focusing on. I, I, the next game we play is not going to be like this one. And we had the puck Ooh. probably seventy five percent of the game tonight. You're not going to. That's not going to happen when we go out on the road. So the game's going to be different. So if we focus too much on some of the things that happened here tonight, we won't be ready for the next, the next opponent. So we'll just keep doing the things that, that we've been doing. Um, it's going to be a tough road trip for us. Quality opponents uh, going down to Florida. We're all familiar with, with, uh, with, with what we're up against there. So we'll just focus on that. Is that a guarantee? Well, it did sound like a very confident. The next game will not look like this one, but then then he goes on to say that I mean we won't have it all the time, which is fair. So yeah, they are there. You know, they're heading into play. What do you got? Florida, then Tampa Bay. Their next couple games. Yeah, they're going Florida, Tampa Bay, Caps, Stars, Preds, Kings, all the way. Yeah. Ooh. Yep. Return home on Halloween to play the Kings again. 
That's fun. Yep. Boy bonding trip there. Yep. The other feel that I got leaving last night is they're going to have to find a way to to be responsible defensively, but the good teams, the contending teams, when there are nights when Matthews and Marner and, mm-hmm. and Willie uh, don't bring it offensively, somebody's going to have to pick up the slack right now. That's the biggest concern. They're just... Who do you feel like is going to score? Minton? Domi? They're, they're, Reeves? Yeah, they're, it, Camp? Like, good, none of those guys question. are scoring. Nyes is the one you would say, yeah, he might get you one. Gregor Flex might get you seal. 10 to 15. Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> we do if, not miss Flex Seal around here. No Kerfoot. If, if someone isn't a threat out there, it just makes it a lot easier to focus on the guy yes. that had two back-to-back hat tricks. So if Chicago, you know Chicago, if they're going to spend five minutes in a team meeting, four of them are going to be on Austin Matthews. 34-16. Right? Yeah. 34-16. Yeah. And if they have any success at all, and I know they had some decent looks, but I thought Mitch Marner had a you know brutal game by his standards last night, hmm. right? But take a look at Chicago's D last night. Yeah. They're big, and they got in the way an awful lot. The one thing the Leafs didn't get was unobstructed looks. Yeah. Like, There's no breakaways. No. There was no odd man rushes that were... I said that to you. I was like, how many shots have they blocked in this game? It yeah. felt like they were really in the Clogged lanes. Clogged it up. Yeah. And, yeah. Watch the, the, the center of the net. But, I mean, they were young, right? Vlasic and Kuchinski and, and... Vlasic is... 6'6". Uh, 6'6". Yeah. That's his... Uh, uh, San Jose's Vlasic's nephew, I think. Is it really? I no. I actually so. wondered that. No. Is it? <laughs> he just didn't believe it. How old is Vla- the uh, San Jose Vlasic? Oh, maybe it's his dad. He's been around. No, I... Yeah, double check that for me, but oh. I think it's his nephew. Let's just say okay. it is. He's the heir to the pickle fortune. He's, That's what, trust what, us. is he, 20, 21 years old? Maybe. But... All I'm saying is that 6'6", six, six, and Seth Jones at 6'5", and uh, uh, who else did we see? Uh, Kuczynski, this guy's like 6'2". Yeah. Like, lanes get blocked. Yeah. Right? Especially in the playoffs. Ian Lanky and helps. If, if, if you got a guy like Austin Matthews and you're able to kind of cheat and take it away because, in my opinion, what happens is, especially with his start... It becomes a lot more predictable. You're trying to get him the puck. Yeah. And it's it's too much. Yeah. And then you if guys aren't spreading it around, if a lot of guys are guilty of overpassing to him, and he's he's not looking to give it back. He's not looking yeah. for give and goes. This guy wants to shoot. It makes it a lot harder. Yeah, I, I think eventually, you know, there's so much attention there. You just it's his cousin you collapse. Cousin, cousin. Is it really? According to Wikipedia. So when has that ever been wrong? Take your, right. take your. But it's his cousin. So I'm in, in the family. You're in the family, baby. So, I mean, I figured it. My, I, I thought. I was like, well, yeah. Anyways, we can move so on. So there is some conversation. Then they give up odd man rushes, breakaways. Joseph Wall stops 27 of 30 shots. Uh, looks pretty good. Catches a lot of pucks, I thought, that stuck to him. What did you make of his I, performance? I liked him a lot. Yeah? I did. Okay. Yes. Really? I thought... Uh, I thought Sammy's trying to curb the enthusiasm on the I'm wall. not overly enthusiastic on anything other than <laughs> this guy seems to be ready to uh, possibly have 20 mm. starts, 25 starts. How many quality? Mm. 
Not very I, many I wouldn't, starts. Wouldn't, wouldn't pin. It all depends on Samsonov. Maybe it's yeah. 30. Yeah. But I, I, I don't pin anything on him last night. I thought he absorbed pucks. I thought he saw them real well. Connor Bedard had a couple of quality chances in the slot with his signature shot. And uh, he was there for them. Yeah. I thought it was a, a good start to the season for him. For sure. You outside know, of the loss. Instead of, instead of three going straight through him. I guess one was on a breakaway, but, you know. Yeah. Well, let's listen to what Sheldon Keefe has to say, and then I'll give you my thoughts. I thought Joel was good. You know, the goals he let in, their guys are in alone on him. We didn't get in alone on their goalie, I don't think, at all, the whole night. And, you know, they got three goals on us in alone on the goaltender. So that's the difference. So everyone you talk to who may, you know, hockey, there's a lot of hive mind. Like people started to like Fraser Minton. So other people said they started to like him. And all of a sudden everyone loved Fraser Minton around here. Um, everyone I talked to says Joseph Wall is technically very, very good and is going to be the guy here eventually. Like yeah. they, they really like the way he plays and, you know, whether that's, you know, like goalie coaches who watch him say eventually Wall's going to be the guy. I don't know if we're ready to hand it to him now, but I will say he's Nobody's a really... handing it to him. No, I know, but I, well, some is. people are. Well, the conversation's Ooh. already started. I Ooh. don't know. Leafs fans. Leafs fans. Oh, they're dumb. I think Sam was saying our own morning show. Yeah, come was, on. Gunner was talking no, about No, Gunner. Yeah, he was. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. Nice kid. <laughs> come, no, on, no, 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 come on now. Come on now. I'm staying. I'm staying. Yeah. When did Gunner become a, an expert <laughs> on goaltending? I'm just saying people are saying. Love all, you, Gunner. About Wool. They, they are excited about the guy. He's a different cat. You know, Joshua Cloak, who we've had on the show in the past, had an article on him today. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think that he's a unique personality. No, t- no, they're all tells weird. Tells us about him. No, yeah, they're not weird. all weird. No, no they're, they're all the dumb. same now. That's they're weird. Old. No, no, it's, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's no. not. Listen, Joel went by himself backpacking in the Alps this year. No friends, no family. He just went walking around. They asked if he thought about hockey. Not a lick. Just thinking about life. Did he want to get stronger that's and fill totally, out his frame? That's totally normal behavior. Goalies are just totally normal. Yeah, no, he didn't want to fill out his frame this year. Didn't size or strength, young kid. No, didn't want to worry about that. Just was worried, worried about his ankles and shoulders. He said, they asked if he was ready. He said, I don't think, think. Because he's like that, that, that shapes him into maybe potentially being a better goalie. I think that he has a mindset that is uncommon. And so if that makes him different, then your They're average. All- different in so many ways well, we maybe, all, I, maybe we are I, mike richter and maybe glenn healy were the two of the most normal normal guys i've been with on a team the rest of them ooh, cuckoo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you, i mean have you ever played goalie yeah who you have to on be earth mental. would want to do that it's yes, the worst thing ever just if if you go back to felix Podvan. Like, there's a lot of guys that the Leaf media built up to be the next guy from Justin Hoagie to... Uh, Reimer. Reimer, Croft, uh, Ray Croft. This is irrelevant to right? this conversation. No, it's not. Uh, what I'm saying I is... I agree with Kip, it's Wall not. can be very good or he can fall by the wayside with the rest of I'm them. Not and it's not because he had be a backpack going to the Alps. <laughs> He had metaphysical realizations about himself or something. He's the next Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. He's going to be having darkness retreats. Aaron Rodgers and Joe Wall will have the same impact on the respective sports. But what can't happen, and you cannot start conversations that this guy is already going to be in two weeks the Leafs' number one goalie. That is a disaster waiting to happen. I'm not starting that conversation. I know. I know it's... I think that he's unique is interesting, and I think that 
if he does come at the game a different way, there's the potential to get really varied results. Everyone's kind of doing the same thing. If he's doing weird things, maybe he'll tank. Maybe he'll get awesome. But I think it's interesting to keep an eye on which way that he goes. I'm, I don't know. I'm no goalie expert like my nope. boy Gunner, yeah. but I will say that just watching Samsonov versus Wall in terms of style would say that Wall's style is much more aesthetically pleasing than Samsonov's. Samsonov like he, makes me nervous. But. Samsonov's much more of a high-risk kind of flashier goaltender to me, athletic, and Wall just is very steady. Yeah. Like, you know, he's not out of position a lot. Like, he's just very, like, static. Samsonov has a much higher uh, chance of uh, overplaying. Yes. He, when he gets excited, Wall. he pushes. Yeah. Outside his crease, and he's flopping around. Doesn't mean he's necessarily better. Dropping but I just think stick, to my, to my yeah, eye. Which we've seen yeah. a lot yeah. at, the, at the start of this season. Yeah. But you, you go right back to Samsonov. There's not even a question. I thought for of sure course. you were going to start Wall next game. Oh, no. my God. No way. No. I, if you think I'm with Wall you. should start the next one, you're nuts. No. I'm with you guys. Because it just it should, it should be it, it starts. It starts the vultures you, on the uh Are we the vultures? Goalie. We're yeah, all no. vultures. We're vul- yeah. well, of course. <laughs> right? <laughs> Sam was on the, the barbecue chicken there last night. Oh, yeah. oh, that. In the alumni I only, room. I only, had, the I only had one serving. I was a good boy. I only had one serving. I'm and a- I went back for some fingies after. I was, I was, I was, I was a good boy. Fingies are I, was a good, I was a good boy. Yeah. Uh, one conversation I wanted to get to you guys before the break is uh, Tyler Bertuzzi. Mm. Couple of penalties last night, if I'm not mistaken. The yep. one that bothered me was the the reach in 200 feet from your net. Sloppy with his he's, stick. He's swinging Man. that stick around but, a yeah, lot. Yeah, like, control. Is, is there still a sense that this this line is going to work for the Leafs? It's the perfect mm-hmm. uh, combination. Because I got to be honest with you, I haven't seen a whole lot of uh, playmaking between the three of them. I still haven't. If there's a thought that Bertuzzi's just going to get the puck over to them as much as possible and then just head to the net. Is that going to be enough? Because, you know, I'll say it. As many warts as that we saw in Bunting's game last year, yeah. I saw a much more creative Bunting than I have seen of Bertuzzi. Bertuzzi's big Bunting. He still flops a little bit and tries to draw him and takes his penalties. And But but I'm just talking yeah, about offensively. Uh, offensive uh, entries, uh, giving goes. I liked, uh, but I didn't. I, I liked Bunting's routes. Does that make sense to it you? It does a hundred percent. It does. Interesting. That's a w- interesting way to put it. Yeah, I, I liked his routes yeah. to to working with Marner and Matthews. I liked his routes to get to the net, being in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. I just haven't seen it yet out of Bertuzzi. I would say that when you're looking for a guy running routes on that left side of that line, you want it to be very much like Zach Hyman. I was going to say, you want Zach Hyman. Get down the field, get to the front of the net, get down yeah. the field, get back. Bertuzzi is a more... But he's not... Trick play. He, he's not as strong and as no. physical no. as Hyman. And, and Bunting was the lightest out of all of them. And so, I wonder, eventually, if Nyes is not the best fit for their left wing. He's 6'3", 220. He goes to the net. I'm leaning towards you more today than I was yesterday, but I, it's still, I, and I said this to you guys, I, I like the fact that he's, he hasn't been a focal point up until now. Yeah, maybe Not it's a like lot. he was when he got called up from college and then 
thrown to the wolves in the playoffs last year. I liked a, a steady progression, and I think he's going to be fantastic. I'm watching him again last night. Yeah. Like he, he's he's going to get there. Yeah. But do you want to do it so early right now and and throw him up there with with Matthews and and Marner? It's a good point, and maybe why they're hesitant. I said to Sam. Sam told me it was his birthday today, nice yeah. or yesterday. Yeah. I, I was like, must be 24 out of college. No, he just turned 22. Yeah. So, yeah, you may want to give him some run of NHL hockey where he's not playing 19 minutes on the top line against the best matchups and all that. You know, if you're shuffling the deck chairs, I mentioned this a little bit earlier, what did you make of Gregor throws a hit, he actually fights? Yeah, which listen, that's, that's I just, not, it's not, uh, it's, it's been good. Could he play with Willie and Tavares? On a couple of shifts, do I want to count on it? Is he going to be a mainstay? No. No. They're third and fourth liners. Good player. <laughs> I like him. I'm a big Gregor guy. Right? <laughs> Didn't think I would be, but. Like the pace, San Jose's pace, pace. bad, and they didn't want him. He just turned 25, too. They're trying know? to be bad. They want to get rid of their great players like Jason. Is that, is that what's yeah, going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's it. But uh, listen. It, the key, I think, too, is on on some occasions that you, you you squeeze what you can out of those guys, but you don't overextend them. And a guy like Gregory, you mean? Well, he, yeah, no, Ryan Reeves too. Yeah, like he's he's got a threat out there, big hits, fights, and then you kind of back off them a little bit. It's like Sheldon when I see them late in the in the period on the ice, I get nervous. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was Reeves' best game last night. There's the one in the D zone. He kind of leaves when he could retrieve it and help them break out. Like, I, yeah, I, I'm with you that Just that's not going to be a defensive shutdown. Don't those guys, yeah. and then you can take it for what it's worth. The but... problem is, Kip, we just said that those guys can't score. There's no scoring in the bottom six. So now we're not comfortable with them defending. Can't score, can't defend. What are we doing? Yeah. My, I, yeah. I, you want to... you. You want to encourage some creativity, but not the at the expense of defense. They've got to earn their 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 minutes by taking care of that end of the ice first. For sure, and you know we'll we'll see where it goes moving forward. But that that would go a long way to helping out the D get sorted out. Yeah, I thought Minton was better. I thought last night was a good night for him. Like, you know, he's not creating but he's yeah. not hurting the many yeah but they might be need someone to create something right you need someone to do something yeah, yeah. you need the guy on that third line that's gonna do something yeah he's getting his games here and looks more comfortable but probably not the solution in the end mm-hmm. all right want to talk about cory perry when we come back Are we got to go to break yeah let's hit the break that was really fast i know <laughs> really fast all right we're gonna take a break and talk about a leaf killer <laughs> named Corey Perry doing it again to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Real Kipper and Born after the break. Everything Raptors before and after the games. The Raptor Show with Will Lou. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back in the studio, hour one. Nick Kiprios, Justin Bourne, Sammy McKee. It's going to break uh, 
talking to little Willie Nylander and again taking the game in live with you guys. Uh, two guys had the wow factor last night. Connor Bedard, of course, and still Willie. All uh, no. Sammy with his sweatshirt. I mean, I looked good. I thought it looked fine. <laughs> I wasn't at a place. You're a celebrity now. It, you, people are going, what's Sammy wearing last oh. night? You didn't hear that? No. What's he wearing? Uh, I, I was wearing a, a Nike shirt. It's a gray Nike sweatshirt. Listen, he wasn't wearing his Costco sweats that I know he has, so it was an upgrade. He did He did his best. Uh, I like the way I looked last night, boys. Um, yeah, I think we came on the show yesterday and said that Willie and Tavares have never had any chemistry. And then we went to the game, and the only goal that Lee scored was by far <laughs> their best chemistry moment they've ever had. Yeah. Like, that was a really nice goal, that drop pass. Willie almost died in the process. Did, yeah. Oh, uh, my gosh. I would just. In your day, in someone day, cutting across like that. It and, was... and, and then he gives the kind of the behind the, the look, which means that you're even that much more vulnerable. Yeah. But he could have been nobody caught him. And uh, it's all good. And Willie, warts and all defensively. And I don't know, was he was he minus two last night? I don't know. But I do. Do Lee fans even care when when he makes dashes the way he has this season? I made the comment on the show that peak Malkin was up there with peak Crosby and Ovechkin, peak Nylander, and he's as good as is he as good as Matthews? No. No, maybe not. But God, he's a, he's a top they're, ten guy in the league. Different. Peak, peak, yeah, Pete Nylander's a top ten guy in the league. You don't get it all the time, which is the problem. But when he is good, you never see snow on his jersey. And I know some people think that's an insult, but I mean it because his edges are so good and he's so strong. He is on his feet the whole game. You cannot knock that guy there's, off the puck. There's only a handful of guys with edges like that for me, and it's of course it starts with '97 in Edmonton. Yeah, but I think about. Pat Kane in his heyday. It's a good one. Uh, Jack Hughes, for me, is one of those guys with great edges mm-hmm. now. Uh, mm-hmm. And and w- Willie's, like, right at, right at the top right now. Yeah. And, uh, our favorite saying, Sammy, the last, yeah. what, year and a half, two years, is what you how you described Willie and what he could do with a glass of water. Oh, yeah, just put it on his helmet and... Yeah, it wouldn't and, spill. And it wouldn't spill. Yeah. He is so – and, you know, I really like that we've gone three minutes in this conversation and we haven't mentioned him being a pending UFA, boys. Good oh, job. Uh, that'll come up. One sec. Do oh, you remember okay. the Nike commercial where Sergei Fedorov had to, like, skate through everyone and they tried yes. to take him down? Like, you remember, there was nothing cooler when I was a kid. Right. It was the number one coolest guy ever was Sergei if Fedorov. everyone in the league had to be in that Fedorov spot, McDavid's number one, who mm-hmm. you couldn't touch, yeah. who you couldn't take down. Willie's in, he's got to be the next guy to yeah. Like, if, if you want a guy to rag the puck the length of the ice, he's going to do it. Those Nike commercials back in the day when they had the goalie who was terrified, right. it was their marketing was unbelievable. Oh, right. he was on a, a lawnmower or something? Yeah, but he was, in the, mask. Ba- was, he was in the backseat of a cab. Yeah, he was always giving it the weak glove Matt's hand. Matt's Matt, Matt's Matt's Matt really had a, a ton of that. Yeah. yeah, those were, I mean, that but, was peak hockey yeah. advertising. Uh, Connor Bedard already, you could see the edge yeah. works spectacular right. and already a top 10 guy yeah. uh, when it comes to the edges. Barzell, although he's a poor man's Mitch Marner for me. That was a really good pull, Barcel. And actually, yes, quite poor man, yeah. Marner, but yes. But it, it it appears like people are starting to get the, the light of day that this guy will not end up a contract around 
like nine or nine and a half. Well, what if he takes eight years with Toronto? Would he take a lower number than, no. you know, if you go for seven, you're going to no. want a higher number. And he he really wants to be here. And, you know, he's been abundantly clear on that. And the Leafs don't appear Has right now. Yeah, he said it oh, pretty yeah. much every time. Yeah, no, no, no. For even sure. with even with yeah. uh, Elliot Friedman when he talked about how you know what's the rush and then literally later that day Austin Matthews signed his four year contract. <laughs> so you you take you take it for face value that he, he he's Willie Styles is pretty good market here for him, but yeah. there's a number out there that he and his agent want to hit, and the Leafs are gonna have to come up. But the good news is you you really have all season. To, to get there. Do you? Well, because a new contract wouldn't kick in until next year. Yeah, but you've got to do this by the deadline because if he's not signing, no. you got to trade him. No, you don't. He's going to play. He's yes. going to let him walk. You. Bye, Hyman. Well, bye, Brown. Bye, Willie. There's, there's, you can't. You're, you're, see you, Freddie. Still, but, but, How are you, you going to sell it to me? How are you going to sell it to me? But you're the still, Leafs are a first-place team heading to the playoffs. They're going to trade there, their there, best playoff performer at the deadline. There, there's, no, there's no threat of going past the deadline with him. The threat is that you don't want to pay him anything near what other teams are willing to pay. And with this cap still the way it is, there's a very small margin. Yeah. They just want to make sure that they're, 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 they're not overpaying. Right, because next year the cap goes up, but Matthews makes an extra two. And if Willie makes an extra four, we're out of money again. Yes, but then you get creative and Tavares will be one year remaining on his deal, mm. and you probably end up pushing that out as early as next this summer, and then you fit Willie in. That's how do you do that's that? The strategy after they win the cup, you're going to trade your captain. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you? Uh. Hey, but that's that's just that's just life. Willie's. Willie and so we come in here and sit down tomorrow and we're talking about Willie's eight by ten I'm, and a half. I'm what not, are you saying? I'm saying it's probably in the ballpark of uh, where that new money's going, and he wants new money. He doesn't want market today. Nine nine two nine five is yesterday's market. Uh, Everybody's playing years, new market money. But to your point, they got the extra year that they can cash in, yep. and they can just front load it like crazy, and that's a very attractive thing. It works for what. Matthews and Marner, yeah. and it'll work for Willie, that we can pay you $15 million in your first three years and put all that money in your pocket yeah. as soon as possible. How about can we... Can you leave Nylander tradable in some way? Front load the deal and have a, a no... A modified no trade where you at least get teams or something. Well, because I worry about the back end. You know, age thirty six, Nylander. It's, it's, it's a valid point. And five. As much as you love Willie and how dynamic he is, and you love that he wants to be here, there, there's ample sample sizes. Thanks to Kyle Dubas, mm-hmm. that four core guys up front don't work. So even if you signed Willie and you got rid of Tavares as early as next season and alleviated a large portion of that cap, there's still no signs that you've done anything to improve your back end. Right. And but you have money then to spend if you were to move out one of them. Mm-hmm. How much, though? Because you're not, you're not 
you're not ditching eleven million dollars from Tavares. You're buy, you're buying it out, or you're taking fifty percent off of it so somebody else can have it. You don't think you could trade one year to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he's a point per game guy this year, you don't think you could trade Tavares? A Coyote's got to get to the cap. I, I think so it, maybe they I, I, tie a second to I, his hip. Yeah, listen, I, I'm not saying uh, yeah. no completely. Yeah. I'm yeah. convinced they can't, but there's. You you got to be on the side of caution, caution, uh, conscious, cautious, caution, cautious, caution. <laughs> got to be cautious <laughs> that it's not going to happen, yeah. and that you're going to have to you're going to have to pay a little bit to get rid of Tavares's contract. So it's it's how, how much is going to be left? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you, you know what you have to do is you have to sign Willie Nylander and figure it out. You know, because he's too good to let go. He's too important to this team's chance of winning the cup this year. Mm-hmm. You don't want to have this conversation in April. Yeah. You know? Yesterday's price I, I is think not they think today's they price. Great drop. <laughs> really good one. There doesn't seem to be any rush right now. Um, but consensus is he'll be elite. You think? Yeah, I'm leaning towards them figuring out uh, a new deal. And it... Another 40 goals should get him in the ballpark at 10 and a half. What's 50 going to do? Texas at 590, 590, your thoughts. And, uh, yeah, you know what else you have to be cautious with when you're talking about Corey Perry on the radio? Because people are upset. Well, I just, we're going to swear. Hey, can you stop booing him at Leafs games? It's everything he wants. You're giving him what he wants. He shot it in the net last night, and I looked at him and said, this effing guy. Okay, let's. We're going to pick up a little Corey Perry. Okay, uh, I love it. After the break. Love All it. All right. We just, uh, we're going into our national hour. Still plenty to get into, including the Vancouver Canucks. They made a bit of a trade today. They're looking for a little depth. That and more on Real Kipper when we return.